Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning. And we are off, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, it's me speaking to you, Jeffrey Wilson, coming to you direct. And we are going to be chopping up a little bit of MMA today. And, you know, at, at some point in time, we're going to have to have a conversation about how many of him they have cloned, especially for this kind of event. I know, you know, just one night is enough to make a promoter go crazy. But this glutton for punishment right here is once again throwing on another three night Man, MMA pay-per-view event, March 24th, 25th, 26th, Cage Digression Trifecta, live and direct from the River Center in Davenport, Iowa, or you can catch us worldwide, cagedigression.tv. My good friend, El Jefe of Cage Digression MMA, Mike Goodwin is joining us today. What's up, brother? What's up, my man? How you been? I am good, man. I am good. There's no complaints here. I'm stoked. You know, any time the countdown has begun so long ago and you've been doing so much work to put this whole thing together and we are, what, a week and some change away, March 24th, 25th, 26th, live from the River Center and, of course, again, live on pay-per-view, cageaggression.tv. It will be Cage Aggression Trifecta, 70 fights, 70 fighters, right? I mean, it's it's... I can't even get my mind around what you have to do to put this together. But once again, brother, you have done it. Cage Aggression Trifecta coming up here in just a week. How we doing, man? What, what What's going on in the world of Mike Goodwin? I, I, I had to catch you this week because I know next week it's just, you know, you, you got way too much going on to try to chop it up with you. Well, I guess I guess a couple things jump out, man. First of all, I always call this week Hell Week. Um, you would think that Fight Week is Hell Week, but Fight Week is set up. And fight week, uh, the 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 excitement and the nerves and everything carry me. But I call this hell week because this is where everything truly has to come together. And I don't want to jinx it, man. Especially with so many so many fighters. But I truly believe we we picked the right seventy fighters. And this has been anything but hell. Uh, it's been very smooth. Um, everything is really going great. Uh, and another thing is last year when we did our first ever first ever and only three-night event i actually said that like i promoted it as the first ever and only three-night event and you wouldn't believe the comments that start pouring come on dude you know this ain't gonna be the only one come on bro (laughs) this isn't gonna be the only three-night event and i gotta tell you in my heart i really believed it would be um but it goes back to what i always say uh some reason we have so many talented fighters that want to be a part of what we do that one night definitely isn't enough. In March, which seems to be the best time of the year to pull off these multi-night events, now even two nights isn't enough, man. So, <laughs> you know, here we are, 70 fighters. I still have to tell, you know, countless fighters that we don't have room, and you know how much I hate to do that. But, uh, yeah, as long as, as long as talented fighters want to compete against equally talented fighters, why not, man? Let's do it. Well, and that's what you've been so well known for, all the matchups. And there's no jinxing anything, bro. The jinx gods run away from you, my friend, because, you know, during COVID, you were one of the only promoters not only putting on single night events, two nights events, and then obviously last March, the three night event. So, I mean, you have definitely put in the, in the work. And it's, again, man, I say it all the time. It's just so cool to be a part of it. So cool to see the growth. The production level was always awesome, but it has just grown to like an exponential level. I mean, it's just so cool, man. And again, here you are. Here you have three nights, man. And the matchups are going to be absolutely epic. I mean, you got the ladies fighting. Once again, you got Claire Schneckloth facing up against Mackenzie Stiller. You got, you know, sons of champions. You know, Brandon Mills facing off against Judah, uh, Judah Bolser. You know, 
I always, I, I definitely want to pick his brain, man. To the pressure of coming into a uh, the fight game, being with your dad, being Matt Hughes, one of the most prolific welterweights, Hall of Famer. This is going to be epic, man. Three freaking nights. It's just going to be off the chain. I cannot wait. Yeah, I love it, man. And you know, I always say too, it's it's we, we're we're all so very very busy in our regular everyday lives, and these events not only do we get to have you know, great fights as MMA fans, but it's kind of like we get the family back together. You know, I don't get to yeah. see you guys very much in between these shows. Yeah. So I look forward to that just as much as I look forward to the fights that, that we all kind of get back together. And it's like, we pick up right where we left off, you know? Yeah. And it's so cool, man. And it's, it's one of those things where oftentimes you just don't, when we tune in, when the fans tune in, everything is set up, everything is done. Everybody walks down to the cage and does what they do. But the level of preparation from the production team, all of the crew yeah. to the fighters, there's so much nuts and bolts that goes into putting something like this on that we don't necessarily oftentimes don't appreciate. Some of us do, but, you know, like, again, one night's crazy enough, but you got three nights here, and, uh, you know, it's cool, man, because you've added the pay-per-view platform, you've added the referral code that these kids can now, you know, leverage their fame, their popularity in their hometown or whatever, so they can actually buy the pay-per-view through the, the specific fighters' names. It's an absolutely cool addition. Um, you know, you know, I, I know these times coming up to this, you have, <laughs> I know the stress levels through the roof, and you have an incredible partner, incredible wife that helps you support system. You know, what, what are some of the things that we don't see um, as far as, the nuts and bolts, man, and these closing moments of getting this together um, that that people need to begin to appreciate a little bit, man. Well, I mean, I think that I think with any any job, you have your struggles and your ups and downs, and sometimes you're busier than others. But you know, I've always said, I mean, seriously, from from the first show eleven years ago, that I personally can never do what these guys and girls do. I I am a fanatic of the sport. I, I hope that shows in what we do. Yes. Um, and, and and I and I genuinely truly respect them because they. I mean, let's 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 break it down. They they get into a locked cage and fight another grown man or woman for our entertainment. Um, not to mention the months leading up to that, the sacrifice, the preparation, the weight cuts. Yeah. They've got everyday lives too. They have families. They have everything that they have to almost put to the side and focus on this 15 or 20 minutes inside the cage. And that's something I couldn't do, man. I could not, I could not do what they do. So I want to be known for when I leave this game as somebody that, that did truly respect that as a fighter's promoter and, and that somebody that was like, you know what, I'm going to work my ass off outside of the cage to show how much I do appreciate them because I don't think a lot of them could do what I do. I surely couldn't do what they do. But when we've come together, man, it makes for a beautiful night. Well, and it's one of those things that it becomes painfully apparent when you do put on your show, the love for the sport, the love for the fighters. I mean, we've talked about on other podcasts before how you got into the game, being the driver, for, you know, just kind of the IF, it was the IFL. And you've been in the yeah. game for a very long time. So you definitely, you know, success leaves clues. And you picked up on those clues to create this amazing promotion, man. And I know I'm biased, but even if I wasn't working with you guys, it's just like, it's hard not to watch some of these incredible trailers, these incredible shows to see like, all right, the case aggression team is on their square. And again, one of those things that differentiate, 
you know, other promotions from Cage Aggression, your your matchmaking is absolutely off the chain. You have veterans from the UFC, Bellator, um, uh, LFA coming here to coming into the cage to prove that on that night they are the best mixed martial artists. And one of the other things that differentiates Cage Aggression from anybody else. I don't know how many other promotions have a UFC Hall of Famer, the first welterweight champion in the UFC, the first lightweight champion, soon to be a Hall of Famer, Jens Pulver, and obviously talking about Pat Milicic, calling your fights for you. There's no better pedigree on somebody calling your fights for you than two absolutely pioneers of the sport. No, it's it's incredible, man. It goes back to that when we all get back together. Remember, I, I uh, I'm still... Even though I've been in the game a long time, I'm still um, new compared to these guys. I'm still kind of kind of new to the game compared to these legends. And there were plenty of times back in the day where you know I walk by them in a gym or something, and I and I'm just I'm I'm awestruck. Right. And and I and I don't forget that you know a decade later and the way things have evolved and and now they're a part of our team and they're calling our fights. And then I think from a fighter's perspective. You know, whether this is your retirement fight or your first title fight or your pro debut or, heck, your your amateur debut, walking down that walkout and, and you've got Pat Militich or Jens Pulver sitting there calling your very first amateur fight. I mean, that that's that's history stuff. That's things that, like, you could tell your kids and grandkids someday. Um, those are special memories, man. Yes. So we're building memories as a promotion and as a team, helping these fighters in their careers, but they're building memories and – it's just really cool, man. It's really special. Or, and this is no, this is no slight against him. You know, I love you, Frank. But Frank Young, him and his his tenth retirement fight. It's good to see him <laughs> back into the cage. Seriously, no, I love the guy because he was he was originally you know one of one of uh, military fighting system kind of guys. But again, it's one of those things, man. You can't take the fight out of the fighter. When I just had a conversation with Jens Pulver not too long ago, talking about the fights coming up, he said the same thing, man. You just cannot take the fight out of fighters. And I'm not knocking their hustle. I'm looking forward to calling your fight. Frank because one of the first ones I called you made very very short work of your opponent and looking forward to seeing you do it again and I can I'd be remiss if I was to leave out uh so I, I guess Thursday night it's going to be Jens and myself Jason Burmis uh Friday night it's going to be Jordan the henchman Henman he is a cage aggression veteran he's going to be uh, calling the fights with myself and Jason Burmis and then Saturday night it's going to be the Croatian sensation myself and G JB Jason Burmis calling the fights Man, the the moments are just ticking away. We literally have what nine days left, man, and it's uh, it's been awesome. The countdown is, you know, I I told Jens and almost lamenting what you just said. I literally pinch myself, and I have to like, I'm a professional, so I keep it under wraps. But when I walk in the building and I'm doing these intros with Pat or Jens, man, as a fan forever, and literally as a fan coming from the Quad Cities or the Military Fighting System, I, I just I. I got to mark out a little bit when I'm hanging out with Lil Leva, when I'm hanging out with the Croatian sensation to call fights with them on such an awesome, awesome production level and a promotion such as yours. Again, I might be biased, but I don't think I am because I think most people when they watch this is like, holy shit, dude, this is some next level shit. I don't I, this might yeah. be regional in the quad cities, but this looks amazing. And again, I say it all the time. Your matchups, man, your matchups, you don't do any complete, you know, whatever they call it, mismatches at all, man. You put some of the best up against the best if they're willing to take the fight, that is, because sometimes people don't like to step in there with case aggression because they know you, I mean, it's, it is fire and iron that sharpens iron when they step into that cage aggression cage. 
And March 24th, 25th, 26th, Trifecta Cage Aggression will be no different. Cageaggression.tv is where you can find it. If you can't make it to the Quad Cities, the shows are <laughs> always off the chain. And, you know, um, Michael Ship, Michael Battleship, who is coming back, um, not to knock him again, but there was a fight he was in. I believe it was Juan Romero. What unfortunately, Mr. Ship was a victim of a pretty ridiculous spinning heel kick. And my my commentator, Jens Pulver, was so animated. He dropped some holy ish bombs and that wound up going viral. That wound up going to Business Insider, Apple News. So case aggression is on that level, ladies and gentlemen. And you would be if you're not doing anything that weekend and even if you are break those plans to come check us out. Mike Goodwin, I know I didn't have you for so much time today, but uh, any other final final words you want to say about this coming up week before you, you – I mean, I know you've been working your butt off, but I know this next week is going to be next level. Any final words you got to say to your fans? Uh, no, man. I mean, just, just as always, like, you know, especially with the matchmaking piece, you know, I, I'm, able, I'm only able to put together quality matchups because, one, tough fighters want to fight equally tough fighters. But more importantly to that is, is, is if I have 70 fighters, it's not like that they all just miraculously matched up with the weight classes and, and, and the skill levels and all of that. Um, it's because I had hundreds of fighters that wanted to be a part of it. That's how I got down to the 70 yeah. right fighters, yeah. the 35 right matchups. So, so that to me, a huge shout out to everybody that wants to be a part of what we're doing. It's humbling every time. Um, I don't even know how long I'm going to be able to do this thing, but like every time we make an announcement, the the interest piles in. So huge shout out to everybody that, that wants to be a part of it, that is a part of it. Um, like I always say, you know, my, uh, big apology to anybody that couldn't get on, but I'm not going anywhere as long as you guys want to fight. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. And, uh, and, and to my team, man, like, like you said, there's countless, I mean, hundreds of moving parts to make this all come together. Yeah. And uh, it's not just me. It's our show all the way down to the fighters. It's, it's our event. And collectively, I think that we have such an awesome package uh, that how can it be awesome? You know what I mean? We've got a, a stellar team, stellar fighters. And so it's really a, a big shout out to everybody involved. Well, and it's a trickle down. Shout out to you for putting it together. Shout out to the Cage Aggression team, the production team. You know, Mark, Paul Martinez, you know, Justin Holstein, everybody, man, who's, who does what they do to make this happen. And especially, like you said, the fighters, because without them, we're just all sitting in an empty space. And you're absolutely right, man. The promotion has grown so much. You are turning people away like nobody's business because, honestly, they understand what this platform is, man. Not everybody's doing pay-per-view. Not everybody has UFC Hall of Famers and Pioneers calling the fights. So there is so much value and so much so much good stuff going on with Cage Aggression. I'm so stoked to be a part of it. Ladies and gentlemen, March 24th, 25th, 26th, next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Cage Aggression Trifecta. It is going down. And if you can't make it to the quad, cagedaggression.tv. And if, again, if you happen to take a shine to any of the fighters that are fighting, you go to cagedaggression.tv and you can purchase the pay-per-view through specific fighters, which helps put a little coin in their pocket. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Mike Goodwin. You are so generous with your time, as always, my friend. And I'm glad I caught you this week because I know next week is uh, there's no time available. So I thank you so very much, my man. No, I appreciate your time, too, man, for being a part of it. 
promoting it, everything. It's awesome. I can't wait to see you guys. Absolutely. Mike Goodwin, ladies and gentlemen, he is the El Jefe of Cage Aggression. Cageaggression.tv. If you want to come and get on the good foot and do the bad thing with all of us next weekend because it's going down. Thank you again, my friend. And uh, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Respect.